this is a artistic thing that takes skill, you know, and people really need this. So you shouldn't be charging what it takes to work at Wendy's, which is 15. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Emily Reagan. I'm so glad to have you here. I don't know if you know this about me, but I actually have a background in video production. And it was something I avoided for a while when it came to online business because so much had changed. I was never that proficient at editing, but I made a really good director. I did a journalism school actually for broadcast and electronic media. And I did all like college of radio. I had a video production class where we got to make music videos. And I've also done some cable news freelancing. And it's so funny, this video production world and why I was so scared of it. Because now it is the way of the world. Just ask Facebook and Instagram, TikTok, what's dominating. Even YouTube now has added shorts. It's all about short form video. You need video in your business to promote yourself. And when I say that, I mean your clients do. Yeah, you need to show your presence too, but like your clients need the video even more. So many of the jobs I see from business owners include video editing, even if it's just basic, like trimming a webinar and uploading it. And this is why on today's podcast, I'm bringing in a video production specialist, Noah Mittman, to talk about all things video. If you're intimidated by video editing like I was, you are not alone. So don't be intimidated by video editing. And actually, there's a huge demand for digital marketing assistants who can help with reels, come up with the creative behind it, help their clients edit it. You can have packages for making reels with your clients that are like $2,000. I kid you not, there is a demand for it. You can get started, like I said, with just trimming video in iMovie. You don't need any special tools, but if you do decide to up-level, you are going to want to get better video editing tools. You charge more when you're a video editor, okay? It's one thing to just like clip something here and there, but if you're ready to start learning more about video production and maybe moving into that space, this is the episode for you. It's packed full of tips and tricks that will make you look like a pro. Now I have a little confession. I made the U.S. Army's video, Welcome to Germany, and I kind of pawned off the editing. I had a couple coworkers who were better at editing, so I was the producer and the director, and I always let them do the editing because they were fast at it. Editing can go slow at the beginning, and then as you start to get better and learn the shortcuts and the tools of your editing software, it does get much easier, but it's just kind of uncomfortable at the beginning. So in this episode today with Noah, you're going to learn how to make videos that hold the attention of your audience, how long videos should be for different platforms and situations, what format works best for the internet, the best way to get captions on your videos, and where to find stock footage to spice up your videos, break up those talking heads, and break up those jump cuts. All right, without further ado, I recorded this a Facebook Live with Noah over in my Facebook group. I encourage you to join us over there. You will find the link in the show notes. And please give a shout out to Noah. He just shares such really, really good gems today. All right, let's jump in. I am so excited about this meeting today with Noah. We've been planning this for a while and we're finally here. (laughs) We did it. Yeah. And it's so exciting because we're talking about video editing today, video production and kind of filling in like how VAs can step up this game. And Noah is the perfect person to talk about this. And I'm just so excited because I get a lot of job requests and that like extra little cherry on the top with what business owners need is sometimes just very basic at video editing. And I yeah. know if anyone could run with these skills and start to develop them, that's like a whole specialized niche that's in hot it demand. Is. I didn't tell you about this, no, but I used to, my degree is in video. Uh, I did broadcast oh, wow. electronic media. I've worked with video production companies and I know how expensive they are. And I know they do a great job, but there is a sweet spot for the freelancer who can fill the gap. Hence, a lot of people are going to Fiverr. So anyway, I just wanted to give you that background. Can you tell everyone who you are, where you live, and a little bit about you? 
Yeah, totally. So I'm in Evergreen, Colorado. I'm in the mountains and it's fantastic and gorgeous and uh, starting to warm up finally, which is great. I have been a professional filmmaker for, I'll say I've been a filmmaker for 15 years. I've been a professional filmmaker for like eight uh, or nine and uh, been now kind of moving into the coaching and course creation arena uh, since COVID because the in-person video production market kind of fell apart uh, and hasn't really come back, which is insane. Lots of my friends that were very busy in Denver uh, are having to move to other states now uh, if they want to continue working. Yeah, it's nuts. The opportunity I saw there was like, okay, I know how to create content. I can create content for myself. I'm always happy to you know, edit and do other stuff for clients. But moving to the online space uh, and doing education and doing courses and all that, I am no longer tied to the local market. So I can, you know, I'm about to close somebody in Australia. Like you, you really open yourself up to the globe. So I'm really kind of moving into that now. And uh, I'm excited because I'll give you kind of my, the spiel of what I do now. So I really uh, specialize in helping the first time and solopreneur, the first time course creating solopreneur and like equipping them with fully integrated, monetizable, comprehensive courses and ideas through a, a five-phase course creation system that I've made. And that includes uh, video editing in the both the content. So I'll, I'll kind of walk you through the phases and where video editing works into that. So phase one is your market research, really figuring out what you're putting out, who it's for, who you're helping, really getting those questions answered so that you're not just, I have an idea. Let me make a course on it. Is there even a market for it? Who knows? Phase two is content. So that is actually making your stuff, making your course, making your videos, whatever it is. That's definitely video editing. Phase three is technology. So getting it up online onto a hosting platform into a, you know, making a funnel for it, getting people in. Phase four is promotion, which is exactly what we're doing right now. <laughs> Basically your full-time job after you hit publish. And phase five is kind of tweaking and converting. So, you know, getting your message down, seeing what's working, make, you know, tweaking your message to what people are responding to, and then getting those conversions and making money with it. Again, in, in the tweaking, that can definitely be where video editing comes in of like, hey, you have your course content, but then you also have your promotional content. Yeah. Uh, and that is all content is good and you need to be doing it consistently. And again, I think the saying I've lived for many years on is uh, video is the most effective way to deliver a message. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so good. And you're using that video content also, like when you're seeding that launch, like even if your clients haven't produced the content yet, but they have an idea, like they're like doing exactly. that whole pre-launch strategy and using video even before they've done their course. But the beautiful thing is like your market research will literally turn into video content for you. Like the, I, my biggest thing is getting questions back from, from potential customers and like, what are they wondering about? What do they want to learn? All those answers can be videos. Yeah. And what's cool about this is the VA, the behind the scenes person can help with all of that. Like I've yeah. been helping clients with their ICA research. I've been helping them Absolutely. Um, with the course production. And then obviously promotion is like the easiest way to slide in when it's all done. But yeah, it's such yeah. an imperative part. It's of huge. It's huge. And honestly, VAs are, uh, I literally just gave more tasks to my VA because, you know, I'm my, my kind of realm of, of genius and what I love doing is video content and providing value and like creating emails, not so much, uh, scheduling out posts, not so much kind of takes energy out of me. Mm -hmm. And so that, you know, I'm realizing like, okay, if I want to go to where I want to go uh, and I know I need to be consistent, I need to put those tasks to a VA and VA is having those tasks, especially with some basic video editing. Video editing is a big, like I'm, I'm actually, I think personally going to, for my micro content for promotion, give editing to a VA because uh, I can kind of focus on the bigger, more cinematic stuff that I want to do. Yes. That's so good. And sometimes I was thinking of like the very first video editing thing I had to do and my client, I hadn't touched a video in a long time. It had been over a decade and I was very I don't know. I was very, I don't want to say scared to do it. I just didn't want to, because I knew yeah. it would open up this can of worms. And I know like, you know, you need to like upgrade your internet speed and just like <laughs> all of that. I just didn't want to go there. And then we had a problem where my client had recorded something and there was like an hour of black <laughs> and I just needed to go in there and trim it up. And I was like, okay, Emily, like, let's just go in there, like brush up on iMovie. It yeah. had been 
I want to say 15 years since I had done a wow. video and I, I don't know what my problem was. So I was like a grandma with technology, at the time, <laughs> which I love tech, but yeah. just being able to go in there and trim things yeah, and, and export them sometimes like resize them. Like those are some of the things I started. Resizing is huge. I mean, there's, there's a couple things with that. So yes, the trimming is, is massive, you know, getting, there's a couple kind of general editing principles of like cutting out dead space. I will literally cut out a breath sometimes because I'm going to all platforms. I'm trying to get as many platforms as I can. So keeping under 60 seconds so that it can go to both the longer form, LinkedIn, you know, YouTube, Facebook, but also the shorter form, Instagram and TikTok. Really, I can hit everything with just one piece of content. Cutting out dead space, making sure you're kind of moving in and out potentially, like zooming the frame in. So if, if there's a jump cut, having it slightly different frame will help that. And then the big rule that I live by, and this is a very basic rule for any VA that wants to make better content or any person that wants to make better content is try and cut. If you're just delivering information, if it's a informational video, which I know a lot of people do, uh, it's mostly what I do is cut away from your face every 10 seconds or less use titles or use B-roll or use pictures or use some kind of visual aid to go away from your face because We've all seen the, you know, 30 minute whiteboard webinar thing that just makes you want to tear your hair out because it's so boring. And they never cut away. They just are just taught. It's like, oh my God, show me something else. And this goes kind of goes around the idea of show, don't tell. If you're talking about something, show a visual that represents that. So, you know, me talking about, oh, I can go from local to global. I did this in a, in a recent video. You can see on my profile, like I go, I go from local and I show like a little Google map image of like a, you know, a pin to global, which again goes to like a little illustration of the earth. So it shows you like visually, it lets you put together, okay, local to global. Stuff like that can really, again, it, it increases your watch time. It increases your engagement, the retention of what you're saying all this stuff. And it makes it more watchable, which is the main thing. I know. Why is that? Why does that make it more watchable? It's just it's like why video It's why video is the best because you can do that. Because with video, you are not able to do other stuff. With audio, it's why podcasts are great. We love podcasts because we can drive, we can cook, we can work out, we can do whatever. We can you know, be mountain biking. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's just audio. We can multitask while we do that. With video, you have to have your attention on that screen. So making that screen as interesting as possible is key to creating an audience. Oh my gosh, duh. Like, and I think about all the death by PowerPoint. I will get oh, yeah. so <laughs> bored and open up different tabs. And exactly. I have such a hard time as an adult. I don't know how I did it as a kid, just yeah. like paying attention to something. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Keep it moving. That's exactly right. And one thing actually I love, even on longer form stuff that I picked up from Amy, is I love when on her podcast when she goes, if you're multitasking, come back to me. I love that because that's like, oh, there's an important point coming. So even yes. if like an important point is said in say a longer form video, I say that in my webinar for my course of, hey, I said a couple of times, it's only a 10 minute webinar. It's you know very, very short because I don't, the whole half hour, 45 minute webinar is just <laughs> mostly fluff. You can tell a good story and also get your point across in 10 minutes. But no, I say like, hey, if you're multitasking, because I know people open tabs, it's just naturally what we do. So come back to me, at least like clues them in. Oh, I need to pay attention to this. And it's great. It's a great tool. My speaking coach, Heather Sager, uses that a lot with like your audio cues, how you speak. Yeah. It's part of it. And you don't really realize it until you're the one speaking and you hear how much, <laughs> how terrible you are. I'm just calling the, you know, kettle black right now. But, you know, <laughs> not having that same monotone voice yeah. is like just as important. Being able to speed it up and then like the pause is really important. But yeah. with video, oh my gosh, what is your best tip with all of these dang slides? Because that's what a lot of us VAs do is we'll right. do the slide deck. We'll take the script, make the slide deck, and then our client will go record it. And it's like, how do you know how many slides to have? Like, what's the rule on that? Is this for live or like pre-recorded? I was thinking more like courses right there. Right there. Okay, pre-recorded. So the reason I asked is because live video, playing video clips just takes your streaming quality to shit. I've tried. It literally becomes unwatchable. I've had webinars crash and burn because I was trying to do a live, play a video testimonial or something, and they just like literally won't play. I'm like, oh, okay. So, well, that didn't work. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, for pre-recorded, which is great on courses, try and, you know, if you're doing a slide deck, see if you can, instead of like, if it's information, 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 see if you can 
replace one of those information pieces with like a small bit of information at the top and then some video, like some B-roll or some picture, like something else visual in the middle that you can replace it with to make it more interesting. Joe, don't tell. Yes. We learned that in broadcast journalism school too. Like whenever you can let the video speak for the story. Exactly. It can be really hard. You even do that in newspaper journalism. Like when you're doing the layout, you know, like you make the headline fit, the pictures fit, and then you like chop off from the story. <laughs> yeah. It's all about making it visually pleasing. So you're working with a lot of course creators. Yeah. What are your tips with like how long their video should be when somebody's doing that? Great question. Uh, so I have two 10 rules. So I have the 10 second rule for the how how long to stand your face. And then I have the 10 minute rule for course creators. So your modules and your lessons, your modules are like your chapters, your lessons are like your paragraphs. Modules are kind of bigger ideas. Lessons are singular ideas that you can kind of take people through. Keep your lessons to 10 minutes or less. Because again, that attention span, that feeling of momentum of them getting through it. Like think about in the user experience, the student experience of your course, a five minute, eight minute, two minute, three minute, seven minute lessons as you go. And you're like, oh, I can totally do this versus a 25 minute. Like it's just yeah. totally different experience. They can feel the momentum. They are, you're not asking them to intake too much different information in one video. So like it's compartmentalizing in their brain as well for teaching of like, oh, this video covers this subject specifically. Take notes, do, you know, do the worksheet that you've given them to download all that. It is the journey that they're going through in your course and how best they can learn in the kind of sequence that it makes sense to them. I so know 10 minutes see- or less for video lessons. Okay. I know when I see like a podcast, a Facebook live over 30 minutes, like exactly. I, I mentally don't think I have time for it. And right. I mean, our, my video with you is going to go over 30 minutes. And, and <laughs> well, like, this is different. The interview is. thing is, you know, I, my podcast that I, it's called create your course. That is generally 30 to 45 minutes because that's just a natural conversation. But again, yeah. I'm not expecting, you know, some people watch it online. That's great. I do live as well, but like also the, the audio, like I'm not expecting people to stick around for the whole thing. But again, I've had several people say, Oh my God, binged it. Loved it. Thank you so much. Like this is great. So it is longer form. So I have the longer form with the podcasting and the live stuff. And then I have the shorter form with these under 60 second videos. And then I do memes and all this other stuff. So I try, I try to kind of break up and, and change up the content that I'm doing. Oh, that's so cool. And I really think that a unicorn virtual assistant who can do it all, who can like catch on to those 60 second clips and be able to reuse them. Like as a business owner, I don't have time to go back in and we're going to get really good sound bites here, but to be audiograms. Yes. That's my next thing. I think that I, that's one of my next tasks is because I'm not, I haven't been the best. And again, I'm only 16 episodes in, I have like 40 something recorded. My next thing is, is, Hey, I want to promote these better. Cause I've just been kind of putting them live and saying, Hey, they're up, but I want the VA to now make the audiogram. That's, you know, 60 seconds or less, you nice mm-hmm. little bit tag the person that I did the, you know, the podcast with and say, Hey, it's live. Here's the link. Cool. That's a huge thing to be able to, and, cause that's, and I love it when people send me those, honestly, th- these little 60 second audiogram yeah. video files, cause that's an easy promotion post that I can just say, Oh, cool. I was on this podcast. Check it out. And that's boom, done. 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. So good. There's such easy ways to do audiograms right now. But when I was working with one of my clients a couple of years ago, it would be really hard to get a good clip, especially mm. if people talk over each other or like they don't finish <laughs> the thought or so sometimes I would be my job when I'm listening to the podcast was to put two sentences together that made yeah. it make sense enough. But now the tools are so easy where you can just go in with like wave or headliner and like grab a clip and headliner I don't is be, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to use an editor to do it anymore. So I could do it. Yeah, that's a really good tip. And it just it helps so much. Although I'm finding like my audiograms never, they never really do well on Facebook, but mm. I still I still post them there. Yeah. I don't know if it's something about like maybe the platform or people aren't listening, but like you said earlier, Facebook pages are kind of dead right now. <laughs> so well, again, I mean, share it. it in the Facebook group. Like I, that's where I, I go live. I haven't done much on the snowman films, Facebook page in a while because I mean, it sucks. It's got the other thing is I kind of, again, I switched what I was doing a little bit. Like I'm always going to be a filmmaker and stuff, but I'm not actively pushing video promotion stuff right now like yeah. or, or video marketing. I'm more, Hey, I'm going to be a coach and I'm going to do this. So you know, as I'm basically, I built up an audience on that page because I had a couple of viral videos to like 8,000 people, which is great, but they're all filmmakers. 
it's not course creators and like the switch over is definitely i i, just, I have a group and it's and it's great and it's you know it's called uh, stop waiting and start creating your course and that's where i go live as well as my personal profile and that's where i'm posting and, and growing because that's like an active community of you know i can see who's in it i have a lot of their emails like it's my you know i'm starting to build the tribe yeah so tell me about your name snowman <laughs> yes it's actually an easter egg in my uh email welcome sequence oh um, <laughs> it's great so snowman is back in the day i was trying to kind of th- i was like i want to make a production company but i don't want to have it just be no emitment productions because that's i, I just i want a cooler name than that like <laughs> company yeah. name or something and my sister for so my, my nickname used to be when i was a kid was snowy mittens and that turned into snowy and then turned into snowman. So every time my sister would call, I'd be like, Hey, snowman. And that is, I just was like, oh, I wonder what name to have. And like, boom, it was just like, Oh my God, my nickname, that's genius. And then the logo followed soon after that, that night spent 50 bucks on the LLC and that's the origin. So it's literally my nickname, snowman films, even though it's hilarious. So many people call it snowman productions just because I guess they think that's what it's, <laughs> I don't even know. I literally say it's snowman films, like 10 seconds of like, welcome Noah from snowman productions. I'm like, no, it's films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just like make it what they want. Oh, yeah, exactly. God, that's so funny. But yeah, it's um, basically my nickname and, and it's going to be the kind of umbrella company for everything that I'm working on. Okay. Well, I love your pivot story. I think that's so inspirational for somebody who feels like they have to have it all decided, but like you can right. take that thing you're good at and expand it. Yeah. And there's such a market with the course creators with social media to be helping with the video, but also like see the bigger picture. And I, yeah. I feel like this is the path of the BA. Like we get our foot in the door doing a couple little tasks, mm-hmm. um, sometimes admin tasks, sometimes more, you know, digital marketing tasks. And it just like opens the world and very quickly you're consulting with clients and like leading oh, yeah. them on the way. Cause they don't know they need to be doing like testimonials. They don't know they need right. to be gathering exit surveys and stuff like that. And you can like easily step up in this role. As a business owner, then I have, you know, 2019 really scaled up, like did almost hundred K in revenue in 2019 and then 2020, everything crashed. But like, good help is hard to find good help. Like building a good team is really a struggle. Like that's that scaling through 2019 was hard. And so when you find somebody, they can actually come through on what they're going to say. They are decent at what they do. They like, you know, follow through. You're going to give them more tasks because that's like, oh, I can count on you. Cool. I have all the shit that I'm doing. I have so many things that if I can get some stuff off my plate and know that I can get it out consistently that I'm just not doing right now because I don't have time. Of course, you're going to get more stuff. And of course, like if you have suggestions of how they could be doing it better, that's super, super welcome to people that are trying to kind of figure it all out. So yeah, that totally makes sense to me. Yeah. I come to my team all the time. I'm like, does anyone want to do this? Cause I need help. And mm-hmm. not that I can't do it. And it's been very hard on me this year, especially with four kids home trying to do zoom school. And I have like, Oh my God, I had to hire two people at the beginning of the year. Like I just couldn't do it yeah. all. I'm just kind of coasting right now, but it's been such like a burden off my shoulders to be able to ask for help. And yeah. one of the hires that I did was somebody to help with YouTube. Her name's Deb. Mm-hmm. She went to film school. She's like mastering, you know, the YouTube algorithm can take like my Facebook live that we do. And it's going to be a video over on YouTube and she can combine the SEO words, write the description, do some of that research to do the graphic design. So she's like, thumbnail everything. That's before. awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's very and cool. It's not like amazing. Just think when the kids are back in school and I can actually film right real and do real YouTube videos. Like it will <laughs> just be ripe and ready to go. But like that kind of stuff is so helpful because I was trying to do it on my own and right. it was not really it wouldn't not happen happening. every week. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> not consistently. You, you literally well, and that's the thing too, is like you know you need to be doing all the stuff, but when you don't have the help what you really need to be doing because it's a business is do the revenue generating activities. And this is something I have to constantly be like, I want to be creative. I want to make stuff, but that's really just for me making content when I need to be on clubhouse and LinkedIn and getting consultation calls and getting money in the door right now. Yeah. Uh, So the other stuff gets pushed to the side when you need to make money. So for it not to get pushed to the side and, you know, be within the budget, it's, it's, it's huge. It's everything. So if you were a VA right now and you're like, you know, I've always had this knack for video. I would love to learn. Like, what is your advice for them? Like, how can they get started in this world, especially Mm. when they're competing with people on Fiverr? They don't have a lot of experience. Like, do you have any advice? 
Yeah. Just like anything else, just go out and network. That's really getting your services out in front of people. Don't do the, you know, cold DM of, I get that from mostly VAs on Facebook is like they friend request and they're like, Hey, do you need VA help? And I'm just like, no, I'm good, but thank you. Like, I mean, if I, if I was in the market, I might say maybe, but like, again, I did, you know, when I hired mine, I did probably like 15 interviews for different people and either I had to find the middle because either the English wasn't good enough on them, on the communication, or they were in the US and I told the rates and they're like, excuse me. And I was like, I don't, (laughs) (laughs) I can't afford a lot right now, but no, it was really a search. So I would say providing the value and just say, you know, even in comments, a couple of things, Facebook groups where there are entrepreneurs, this is basic marketing, where your ideal clients hang out, go and answer the questions that you know how to answer. What I'll even do is post questions in the groups of, hey, you know, what's your biggest struggle with blah, blah, blah. Like even saying, oh my, like great for VA in a entrepreneur group, go post the question. Hey, what's your biggest struggle with outsourcing? Hey, what tasks do you wish you didn't have to handle right now? You'll get answers from people. And then you can just go in and be like, hey, if you're up for a call, I could help on Clubhouse, which is real-time networking. Clubhouse is essentially... LinkedIn meets Facebook groups, but live in real time and audio. So going into those and again, going into marketing, going into entrepreneurship saying, Hey, you know, just, just providing value and not, I think it starts with the knowledge and and kind of tips that you have around stuff. And it can lead to then doing work for people because they know that, you know, stuff. Yeah. I feel like if you can say magical words, my people know, I say this all the time. SEO is one of those magical words. Yeah project management, you could use like a a tech thing, like say Trello or Airtable, but also why I have you here is video editing. Like I'm getting the job ops. I have my business owners go to my website and they can submit their job opening. And a lot of people, they want like a magical list, right? And we can't fill them all, but I feel like if you can add some basic video editing to that, that will set you apart and more more competitive. So what if I have never actually video edited? What should I do to to get started and start learning? Yes. So YouTube is for is great for learning. I also have a course. It's more broad than just video editing, but it does cover. So it's called Film Your Online Course at Home and a, a webinar on that. But I have a whole module on the 10 basic steps and tools that you need to learn within editing. And I, what I teach is on uh, Adobe Premiere Rush. It's pretty cheap and it's a really good starter system. It's not kind of a crappy you know, random one off the app store that's going to give you like a watermark and stuff. It's actually like a professional level thing, but Adobe kind of made this beginner version. So it doesn't have all the bells and whistles. You can't do like masking and green screen and all that, but it will give you the basics. There's not, what's nice about that is that there's not too many options for you. There are transitions, there are ad music, there are the basic stuff, ad titles, the stuff that you're going to need as a starter as a beginner to kind of get off the ground. Adobe Premiere Rush is what I teach. I know Final Cut is also a really good, Final Cut X, I think, is a really good place to start. But yeah, I'll also just offer up if you need some coaching and maybe like walking through some editing basics, I'm always happy to jump on a call and do a do a coaching session. Because it's, you know, I can cover a lot of the, you know, it's a lot of repetition. So it's, you know, yeah. you have your cut tool, you have your snap, you know, move in place, you have your delete, you have, you know, play, hitting all the kind of, the shortcuts that make editing faster. So it's not the, the less mouse clicks essentially that you can do while you're editing, yes. you're going to literally save hours. That's yes. why I can edit. That's why I charge what I do for editing because I have been doing it for 15 years and I know exactly the shortcuts to where, you know, I can know that I can make a 10 minute video in a half a day because I know I'm fast. Uh, so your shortcuts are how you get there. So I can, you know, walk you through exactly what shortcuts to use and all that. But look up if you want to do it on your own. Go to YouTube, look up Adobe Premiere Rush, editing basics, and just kind of play around with it. It's on a, I think it's on a subscription. I believe you can get it for like 10 bucks a month, oh, um, perfect. which is really cool. When I was coming up, you had to buy the entire like creative suites, which was like, you know, a thousand dollars. This subscription, this subscription to Adobe is incredible. I have the whole suite for 50 bucks a month, which is amazing. Cause I use, you know, I use Premiere, Photoshop and media encoder, which is essentially just a renderer almost okay. every day. Well, I love that you answered my tech question. One of my big things is like, what should people use? And it's hard because some people are on Mac, some people are on PC. There's a lot of like personal preferences. Like I told you earlier, I was starting up again with iMovie and I was always so frustrated with it. 
And one of the it's things- Because iMovie sucks. It does, it does, but it was free, right? So I have so many questions for you, but when you're doing video, what's the best way to add text? Because iMovie just sucks. Like, I feel like you can do the title text, like everything's so limited. Because iMovie sucks. I don't know. No. So what, what if I want- It's like, literally a button in Premiere. You can go to a title tab and you can literally just click and it'll just add it to your- Yeah, so the other cool thing too that I forgot to mention with Premiere Rush and uh, actually not sure about Premiere Pro, but for sure Premiere Rush is you can have you can use it on mobile. Oh, um, okay. so you can literally take a video on your phone. So where I tell I added all my TikToks because oh, some of them, it's it's super easy. And again, there's a title. I, I walk you through. That's one of the the lessons that I have in the course is I walk okay. you through how to make titles really easily. Okay, let's just take a moment here. It's impossible to get referrals without putting yourself out there all the time. It's really difficult to have a community when you're doing the work by yourself. It's also hard to stay up to date when you're just one person and digital marketing trends, platforms, technology, and strategies change all of the time. And it's no fun having to do lead generation for your business when you'd rather be doing billable hours. So I have a solution for you. Come join my digital marketing work group. It's a tight community of freelancers, virtual assistants, digital marketing specialists, who are all up-leveling in their skills, getting advanced trainings, applying for my job ops, and becoming digital marketing specialists and managers and strategists. This is an online referral community for both skilled and up-and-coming digital marketing service pros and virtual assistants. We've shared over 800 jobs with our community. We'd love to have you too. If you need client work, if you need a squad behind you, if you need help raising your prices, promoting yourself to the next level, this is the place to be. You can apply for the work group with the link in the show notes. We'd love to have you. Back to the show. I think the video is, I don't want to say like underrated, but it's like a design process. It's like a copywriting process. Sometimes you need feedback on yeah. what oh, yeah. you're doing and you don't see it because you've been so into the minutia making these cuts that like sometimes you get to where like, is this a good anymore? And having <laughs> oh, that of course, of course. It's the, exactly it's the, uh, it's down the rabbit hole. It's, it's yeah. the classic. I mean, this is creative. This is artistic. And that's that, that, that classic artist thing of like, is this good or am I crazy? Does this just suck? And I don't know what I'm doing. Yes. <laughs> the other thing too, with rush is that's super, super important for posting to multiple platforms is you can do both. And I create different versions this is why I need a VA. Cause I literally got the, the process on doing good video is extensive for, yeah. for social because you need captions. You yeah. need horizontal video for Facebook and LinkedIn. Well, you don't have to, you really need horizontal video for YouTube, you know, 16 by nine your portrait. And then you need square video for LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, because you put your captions below the, like, I just put them below the video in like, you know, with a little background or white background or whatever. And then for TikTok and Instagram TV, if it's a longer than 60 second video or, well, not for TikTok, this is what I'm saying. It's super complicated. <laughs> Instagram TV, longer than 60 seconds, regular Instagram square. Instagram TV yeah. is vertical. TikTok is also vertical, but 60 seconds or less. So you need your square, you need your horizontal, and you need your vertical versions of what you're doing if you're going to be on all the platforms. So Premiere Rush lets you repurpose. You can create a new project or whatever in the different formats and it automatically helps you resize whatever you want oh, to. That's amazing. When Canva came out with that tool like years oh, yeah. ago, that was like life-changing for me. Canva is a badass boss like they're man they do yeah. everything they <laughs> i use it, camera they, every day they started off you know they had to get there but now that resizing tool is the best yeah. thing and i did not know that for video because with iMovie i'm like okay export this way rotate this way <laughs> time and like it yeah that's like oh god if you're uh, exporting through quicktime don't use quicktime files on the internet because it's all about compress so all the social medias compress and like okay. convert it to their thing so you want a format that is the nicest to the internet possible, which is a .mp4 file with an H.264 codec, which is what Premiere Rush automatically exports in. So okay. it's a MP4 video file with a codec of H.264. That will make the internet happy, which means your quality of video will, will be better. LinkedIn has trash compression for some reason. I do HD videos and it just doesn't do it. Facebook is better. Obviously, YouTube is really good. 
but it'll give you the best setup for getting the best kind of quality out of what you're doing. That's so funny because I have a client that I'm still doing some Pinterest with and video is really big on Pinterest right now. Really? I didn't know you could put video on Pinterest. Oh my God. They've made such changes in the last like six months. I need to get on Pinterest. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. I could help you. Please. That's my next frontier. Gosh, the story pins are crazy. And I have this one client when I go to upload her video. I know. I know. And then that's again, portrait. Is there a time limit for them? Is there like Um, a video length limit? There is. I need to actually like write it down what it is. But the story pins, you can have so many cards as long as they're under 60 seconds. The video See, pen, this is, I'm telling you, under 60 seconds gets you basically yeah. everywhere. But the video pen, it can be longer. I want to say three or four minutes. Do I not quote to, me I'm on that. I need to up. do my research. <laughs> I'm like refilming my whole Pinterest module. I have like so much work to do. It's changed. I'm excited because I, I haven't been on Pinterest because yeah. I thought I just had to create like graphics for it. But if I can put video on Pinterest, shit, I'm yeah. good to well, go. Well, one of my, everyone knows I do Tracy's Pinterest. One of her videos has gone viral, 7 million. And we do the fast track. I did the little like bunny, like make it go real fast. She's a DIY artist. So it's okay. Cool. Oh yeah. 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 The uh, time, time-lapse. Thank you. I was like the bunny, the turtle. <laughs> oh, so this is new. This is so that like Pinterest just rolled out video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to dominate. <laughs> you, you will. You will. And it takes a minute to get it reviewed. And yeah. the pain about it is you can't go schedule it in Tailwind. That's like not working yet. So you have yeah. to manually remember to repin. That's fine. Putting up stuff in general is good. No, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I have a couple questions for you. One, captions. How do you yes. do those? Like, what's the best tool? I've tried Thank the you. free I apps. going to mention it and I forgot. And now you brought me back. Thank yeah. you. So <laughs> I literally, I'm a, the next round of video content that I'm going to make, I'm going to make a specific one about, because I finally, I've been wrestling with captions for me too. years. <laughs> me too. Well, you're like, so, so of course we know rev.com to get the transcription right? Uh, to like get you set up. But then what I was doing in, in premiere was I was literally copying from rev paste, like line at a time to make yeah, it look for good. every video. It was hell. Yeah. So I finally found a process for this and I'm literally about to make a video. Okay. So you have your square videos or whatever format you want to do, just have, you know, so it fits yeah. you do your rev captions not transcription, but caption, because it'll give you an, a .srt file, which is yeah. a timed text to what you're doing. Yeah. Then you go to, and I just literally found this in the last couple of weeks, you go to veed, V-E-E-D dot I-O. It's 18 bucks a month, but they will burn in your captions automatically. You can play with how they look. You can play with the timing. You can edit the text in there. Facebook and LinkedIn and YouTube, you can put caption files in. You can add the SRT file, which is fine. Instagram, anywhere else, you can't. No, so you have I mean, to. So you might as well just bake them onto the video, so that you. I think something like sixty to seventy-five percent of videos are watched without sound online. Yeah. Uh, which again is why you need the captions and the visual. Think about it, if you don't have captions and you don't have visual aids, it's just going to be unwatchable like, if they don't have sound on. So yeah. captions plus visual aids, you can give them an experience without sound or if they're you know hearing impaired or whatever. So the SRT file goes into veed.io. You can edit it, bake it in and export it out. And it's a baked in caption video that you then post everywhere. And it doesn't mess with the quality? No. Oh, that's been my problem. I try to use like an app, a couple apps and they just like just trash my video. It looks it's and this is what's weird. I'm still figuring it out because it looks good on my computer. Like it looks the same as my HD thing, but then when it goes up online, uh, and this is again, what I said about LinkedIn, it looks, you the captions can be very clearly, but the video quality is super pixelated, which is weird. I think it's just a LinkedIn problem. Uh, yeah. I need to check back on Facebook and stuff, but I mean, it looks fine on Instagram. Well, and everything. Facebook had a setting that you could change to HD. To HD, a lot which of is the dumbest know. setting. Yeah. A lot of people uh, don't know about why? it. Why? Like why? I <laughs> had some... So Facebook lives I did um, on a whim in my group and I'm walking them through tech things and they were com- <laughs> and it was too pixelated to see completely unusable because then I uploaded no. in Kajabi and people are like I can't see this so I'm yeah. like oh I gotta go refilm HD. this yeah yeah that's actually a super important lesson is that you probably covered and like for anybody listening to this pay attention if she's covered this because knowing where to turn your videos into HD will exactly what you're saying. If you're doing, especially PowerPoint, like whatever it is, if you're doing the, uh, is it Loomly? Loom, yeah. Loom, yeah. Being able to see what's on your screen is super important. So you need it in HD because otherwise it's going to be unreadable. 
Well, I made that mistake very early on in creating my course because I originally was doing it internally, teaching the girls on my team yeah. how to do the work. And I would just record it in Loom. And then I realized when I was putting my course together, yeah. that was several <sighs> years ago. Loom, Loom Loom has upgraded and I'll right. have a paid version, but they didn't at the time. Yeah. And it just was terrible. And I had to go re- refilm things. That's like been the hardest thing when you're sharing like tech and you need the course. Of course. Very, very good. That process of Rev and then V.io is going to save you years of your life. <laughs> years. And no, because look- I mean, I'm fast. I'm fast. And I was probably spending a solid half hour per video putting in captions. Oh my God. And this it is was, why you need a VA ugh, to help. Exactly. But again, like even for a VA, if you can be like, here's the process, go do it. And like, it'll save you time too. So I don't have to pay for that time. Yeah. And this is, it's super easy. And but I so- literally, I remember yeah. line by line and I would just, I got so annoyed that I was, just, I tried to fit as much text as possible underneath, which is against the point of <laughs> captions. It's being readable <laughs> because I was just sick of making more titles. Yeah. And it's so important. I always wonder how people do it. It's just, I know it like ups your game. I know I'm supposed it's every, to be Yeah. You really it. need it. My other question for you, uh, you talked about how you can now edit like a 10 minute video in what, half a day or a day? So depending on how much extra stuff needs to be put in a 10 minute video, if it's just talking with just a couple things I can do in like a you know, half hour to an hour, a 10 minute video that is like, say like documentary style with extra B-roll and music going in and all that stuff, that'll take me a few more hours. So how do you even begin to price that? Because I think so many clients are unrealistic. They have no idea what goes into it. And it's really hard to estimate that when you're new. And like my fear is I over, not over promise, but I like screw myself. Right, right. Pricing. Like, what do you recommend for that? Starting pricing for editing in general for the industry is 30 to 50 an hour. 30 to 50 an hour. And that's, Freelance, that's like your normal rates. Now, for me, I have the company, so I want profit margin on top of that. So I try to charge between 75 and 100 an hour for my editing. I started at about 50. I know a fair amount of friends are working for 30 an hour, but definitely about, you know, at least 30 for, you know, maybe as low as 25 if you're really stretching. Um, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But again, like if you get good at it and you know you're good at it, hit that 50 and then keep going. And especially yeah. if you have a company you need to, you know, cause I was for the longest time just freelancing. I went to film school, but the thing that they don't teach you in that, and this is why I'm so excited about online education is they didn't teach you how to get jobs. <laughs> there was nothing on how to charge, how to get clients, how to make yeah. a living with this. It was just theory and let's yeah. watch some old films and talk about them and write a seven page essay. Yeah. It was just bullshit. Uh, so learning how to charge and learning how to make a living was important. So I, again, me having, having not had that and just kind of figuring it out in 20 end of 2017, I talked to a buddy that was running a like six figure production company out of DC. And he was like, Hey, like for your rates, do you have profit margin built in? And I was like, say what? So, you know, instead of charging 50, charge a hundred or 150 so that at least half of that can go back to your company and yeah. be extra, not just, I made enough for me. It's like, well, if you're running a company, do you, does the company have profit on this? Yeah. Which that, is super and, important. Oh my gosh. And yet it's a hard work. Oh, super hard. People can go overseas too. And right. Hire right. And that's, yeah. That's, yeah. The Fiverr. But again, to get anything of quality on Fiverr, you have to be in the higher price range. Now it depends on how intense the video is. If it's just like talking head with some titles, that's super easy. Uh, which is again why I'm okay with outsourcing those videos to an editor. Anything more intense than that, I want my stamp on because that's yeah. what I'm proud of. So, and this is a great question for outsourcing: is like, is the the work that you're doing is it worth your hourly to be doing it? Like, so for me, doing micro content and just putting in titles and some graphics, that's not worth a hundred an hour. No, of my it's time. Not. And business owners really aren't going to pay that. They're not correct. So, you know, me pushing it out to a VA. I get that time back. I can just film and batch film and then say, Hey, edit all these. We're going to be rolling these out for the next month. That's a great you know, use of it. And again, specifically for pricing, try and hit 50 if you can. I'm okay with 30, but like nothing below that. This is a artistic thing that takes skill, you know, and people really need this. Yeah. So you shouldn't be charging what it takes to work at Wendy's, which is 15. 
Right. And to get your food order wrong. (laughs) What gets me fired up is I will get like an hour long. I really started in the furniture painting DIY world. So I had a lot of those creative clients. So they have like an hour long Facebook that I have to condense into usually, okay, let's just say less than 10 minutes for IGTV or YouTube. And there is so much more than just the physical act of like cutting Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're telling a story, you're making decisions. Like it's creative. It, it totally is. It totally is, and it's in such demand right now. And I really wanted Deb and Michelle and anyone else like looking at video editing here in this Facebook Live to really think about your rates. Mm. No, you just back me up with what I told them. Yep. I'm glad, and I I don't want to see you guys selling yourself short because this is like the number one skill that most people can't do, or not even can't do, but like are overwhelmed by video yeah. editing is where everybody gets scared. Yeah. Everybody like they just, Oh God, that's like so techy. And I don't even know, like diving in all that stuff. Uh, even through my course, like some of the students are stuck on that video yeah. editing. piece. Hey, I can teach you. And they're like, I wish we had the money, but like, it's really, it's an important thing to, to get down. Because again, I would say if you have at least a year of experience in it and you can, you know, your way around comfortably around the program, 50 an hour or more. Good, good. Okay. First of all, I want to tell you, I ended up switching to Camtasia and I love it because Mm. I can have multiple video channels. I can layer things really nicely. I think I played with a couple other things when I was starting to figure out my tech, but I'm really happy with Camtasia. How do you like that versus Ecamm? I can't remember what I used and what I... I'm going to be doing more of the screen capture stuff and Ecamm's, it's good, but it's a little bit glitchy. Okay. I've heard the name Camtasia a lot though. So I'm sure yeah. it's popular. So you I'm like it though. It. It's just a little, the verbiage is weird. You're mm. like, what's a ripple? I got to cut out this <laughs> ripple. But you know, once you learn the basics of one, I think that you can pretty much like go in there and figure a lot of them out. Yeah. So a couple areas that we could step it up with video that business owners are probably completely overwhelmed and would love a VA just to take over and maybe even specialize their title in testimonials. Yes. They're everything. Any tips for that? Like in my head, I'm like staying organized is hard, like gathering them. Obviously we can't go out and film them and bring a crew to a house. No. Yeah. I just have people send me from their phone. It's the power of editing is so nice because I can just be like, Hey, talk to me for a little bit about, you know, I'm literally gathering them for my, for my book and my course right now. You know, talk to me about your experience, blah, blah, blah. They'll do their thing and have, you know, the awkward silences and then thinking about stuff or saying, Oh, you can edit this out when you know how to edit, you can cut it up and make it beautiful and fast and efficient and say exactly what you want them to say. And people will be less embarrassed to submit them when they know that you yeah, oh, yeah. look good. <laughs> no, literally. And that's something you can tell, like literally tell them, be like, listen, don't worry about, I just want your honest opinion. Give me feedback. I can edit. I can change, make you sound like the most eloquent person in the world. I can cut to other stuff if you want. I don't even have to show your face if you want. I can just show like work that we've done and have your voice behind it or whatever. Just say like, I can do whatever you want to this in editing. I have that power. I have that magic. And just give me your experience. And that's great. That is so And just And again, big thing. If you're asking people to film it on their phone, uh, have them film horizontally because that will be able to be used in more places than ver- the vertical video with the black bars on the side. It just, it sucks to look at. It does. It's so ugly. Even with the blurred b- image in the background. So ha- really try and have people film horizontally, send you those files and be in a quiet place with no traffic or whatever going in the back, be able to hear them with decent lighting on their face. And the main thing with that too, is have them look at the actual camera on their phone, which is on the side next to your earpiece instead of their face. Uh, And one hack with that, and it's something I cover in the course, if they're having trouble, because basically if they're not looking at the camera, I'm looking at the camera right now, but when I look at your face, I'm actually looking off the camera, which disconnects you a little bit. So one hack that you can do for this, once they have their frame set up with how they're happy with it, put a post-it note over the actual face on your phone so you can just look at the camera. I had to do that starting early with my course because I was terrible at it. I know oh, yeah. it's hard. It's hard. Camera. I'm terrible. I mean, you see me through yeah. this interview. I'm mostly looking at your face. Well, with the interview, I don't worry about it too much. But yes, I had to put like a little like smile or like look up here yeah. thing. And it's so hard. Look I don't here. know why. Yeah. And I even <laughs> That's actually even better. That's actually even better. A toast to note with an arrow on it. <laughs> I had to do that. I've gotten a lot better. I also, you know, will try to put my video as close to the camera as possible, but that's hard. And that's like a whole like 
setup if you want to start doing like a teleprompter and like get to that level. Like, that uh, oh, that's really exactly really what the hard. course covers. That's exactly yeah. what I, I walk you through the whole process of it's called film your online course at home. And it literally yeah. walks you through filming your online course at home with just okay. your phone. Okay. I had, <laughs> Michelle noticed something cool on your website with your FAQs and you have a video there and it sounds like an opportunity I had never thought about. Will you tell me about what she saw? It's a category of the styles of videos that we've made as, as Snowman Films. Wow. And so I have brand videos, I have commercials, I have lifestyle, I have testimonial videos. And then down below is FAQ videos because we made a whole series of FAQ videos for some clients. It was around Ooh. a electric bike. It's an example of wow. what an FAQ video could look like. That's exactly it. It's just answering a question that you get a lot and putting it somewhere and having fun with it. Like he rocks out as like the, the spokesperson they had for the bike was hilarious. So bringing some personality to it, answer the question, be on brand, have fun. And that extra touch, that extra personality bit that brings people closer to you. Yeah. And I love this idea of showing these videos for any of you who are VAs who do this work mm -hmm. or whether you've like titled yourself something else at this yeah, point. Yeah, go check that out. It's perfect. Yeah, definitely copy that and use that type of like way to show your work. And snowmanfilms.net slash projects. Having FAQs, again, instead of typing out a response every single time, you can have, you know that these 10 questions get asked constantly. Make a video for those questions and have that link easily accessible so that when somebody asks it, you can just say, hey, copy paste, here's a link, I answer it for you. And you are connecting with them on video, your personality's there, and you don't yeah. have to freaking type that, get that muscle memory for typing that answer like every single time. I think you nailed it right there when you're talking about like getting yourself there, like for those touch points, which yeah. helps with the buyer journey and, and getting it's more personal seven, too. Yeah. It takes what seven to 20 touches before somebody buys and video is like the fast track for that. Exactly. So there's other places you can think to use video that maybe we're under utilizing. Well, and that's, and that's on your website. That can be on your, even on a funnel that you're building of like, it's interesting. I, I see testimonials a lot on funnels, but I don't see FAQs a lot on funnels. Yeah. That would be an interesting thing to add in of, Hey, here are, you know, if you have these questions, you know, here's the answers. Well, I'll put them. So my client work, I build quiz funnels. And so on the quiz results nice. pages, we will yeah. have our clients. We always encourage them, but you know, most of the times they don't do it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, you know how it is, but having that, face like top of fold, like talking about their quiz answers, yeah. like is just better for that journey. And like by the end of the, the page, like hopefully they're taking action on the next right. thing, but then they get to know who you are. And it's not just like some dead Buzzfeed quiz that just goes away. Exactly. Um, you can think place, about like in a Facebook group, if you get that question over and over and over and you have a Facebook video covering that, you can literally just copy paste the link in the comment of that post. Yeah. And they'll get the answer and see your video. It's just, it's easier, more personal. And you can kind yeah. of create a conversation off of that. I'm like all motivated to do video. I just, yeah, uh, good. I know I need to do it more. Another place. That's I the answer. <laughs> That's the answer. I get so much literally like, I know I need to do it more. I'm like, cool. Then do it. Stop yeah. waiting. Start creating. <laughs> oh, they go back to school on Thursday. So like, yes. <laughs> yeah, my, I have a, uh, a four-year-old about to be four-year-old on the eighth and a two-year-old. And so oh. they're not quite at zoom class yet, but this again, why I'm stepping more into the coaching side of things. Cause I was 2018, 2019, doing tons and tons of production. So I was just out of the house on set yeah. all the time. And now my wife is also working. So I'm able to, coaching will actually allow me to be home more and still yeah. making money, still doing my thing, but just, you know, not running around with my head cut off with a bunch of gear all the time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've done that. I have done audiovisual, a lot of work. It's a lot of work and it's great. It's super fun, but yeah. man, you're going even three days a week on set, four days yeah. a week. You are tired. Yeah. It was a long day. Have you ever done any um, Jeff Walker style launch videos? Like that's really popular. No, but I have his book and I will, I'm, I'll say six months into really knowing the path that I'm on now and like the coaching thing. So I just came out yeah. with, so I'm doing one-on-one -on -one coaching is my main thing right now. And I'm building out now kind of, I'm starting to build out the process of other products. So again, the ebook that I have on pre-sale now is called the social media funnel. And that gets you set up to have all of your social media profiles funneling people to your Facebook group or to your next step to get in touch with you, to get you to owning that traffic. And, and really that goes on autopilot so that you can just interact and do your thing on, on socials and you'll have people coming and checking you out because your profile gives them a call to action, which yeah. you need to have. 
and like tells them what you're about and tells, you know, gets the whole thing, gets you looking professional. And then the next thing will be, you know, the freebie that'll be going into that, which is just a page out of the book is basically like five really powerful market research questions that will get you a knowing exactly some of the things to include in your course because they're being asked over and over and B is just a goldmine for content for you to make. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause that can be blogs. That can be Instagram. It can be anything. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So huge good. amount of stuff. I, I literally just posted yesterday, like, and this is, it's, it's small stuff. I was like, Hey, what do you think market research helps people achieve? And I now have 50 answers of what my ideal clients think it'll achieve. So I'm going to build that into my copy and into my videos, which is yeah. it's just, you reverse engineer everything. And whenever you can use people's language exactly, that's, in your exactly. own marketing, it will just- Which I didn't even feel, think feel about, something. which I, that was like, that's why I asked that question was like, how do you look at this? And like, what can, you know, cause I'm, I'm going to be putting this freebie out. How can I get you, I'm going to use it right back at them. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, here is five questions so that you can understand the language that your ideal customer uses. Boom. Great hook. I have one more question for you. Yeah. Have you ever done sizzle reel? for an oh, yeah. uh, online business owner. Can you tell everyone what that is and like what makes a good sizzle reel? Yeah, I was <laughs> my filming online course at home course was a pivot of that information from it was called a 30 second commercial okay. course, which is how to make your 30 second commercial. So for your sizzle reel, basically you want it to be a 30 or 60 second, really 30 if you can video of exactly who you are, what you stand for and how you help people. Those three things. So like, this is who I am, my background, whatever. This is what we do. Here's a rundown. And this is how we can help you. Because it's making your customer, making the person watching that video, the hero of it, of like, here's how we can help you. And then of course, the main thing that video marketing needs to have, because it's marketing, is a call to action. So at the end saying, get in touch, however you want to email, call, whatever the thing, and then make it fun, make it entertaining. You know, my... On that site, actually, my demo reel is basically that. It's it's a minute or a little longer, but you see exactly. I say, here's who I am. Here's what we do. And okay. here's how you can get in touch. The other video I see a lot, which I haven't done in a while because there's no in-person conferences, is that like video that introduces a speaker. Have yeah, you yeah. seen any of those? Of They're like very high energy. And I could see like a really good niche for a freelancer to be making those. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, so, talking about freelancer, I would love to make speaker reels. For, that's called a speaker, speaker. reel. Okay. Thank yeah. you. And I've made a couple speaker reels. So here's a big tool for that. It is for, especially for music, if you're doing sizzle reels, higher energy stuff, you need music for it. So artlist.io, okay. A-R-T-L-I-S-T.io. It is a subscription-based royalty-free music site, 200 a year, I believe, which is pennies compared to any other site ah. because usually you're having to pay 50 to 100 or 200 per song at yes. some of these places. So this is a and they have fantastic music. You can Good. also what I love about them is you can search royalty free again, free and clear to use on anywhere you want. Not, you know, you can find on YouTube all that stuff. You can search music by genre, instrument, style, and the biggest one for me is feeling. Uh, You can literally go uplifting acoustic guitar or emotional rock. It's, you can do so many cinematic electronic dance music. Like there's so many different things you can do and you can really, because I I choose music a lot on like how I want the video to feel uh, and like the vibe of it. It lets you search within those terms and it just, it's fantastic music. So really, really big. Thank you for that tip. I yeah. think I've like a maxed out Facebook's audio collection that they have. It's free. <laughs> no, like no, <laughs> I yeah. think I've like maxed it out. I'm like, there's no quite a bigger stuff. library. <laughs> I know, I know. And, uh, and they're constantly updating it with new artists. Oh, that's so they're funny. Constantly. It's it's really I on I and the other one that I know is really popular is Epidemic Sound, but you can't search based on feeling on Epidemic Sound is fine, okay. but I really like Artlist okay. uh, over that. But again, they're both better than the Facebook library for sure. <laughs> I know. I sometimes I'm trying to do stuff on the budget, you know, like, no, no judging. Once a year, 200 bucks. It's, yeah. you know, that's a hell well, of a deal for as many songs as you're going to be using. Especially if that's like your gig. Cause I will pay for stock photo subscription sites all exactly. the time. They save me so much time exactly. in my work. So to be able to do that, is there a site for good B-roll? Do you have any B-roll suggestions? Yeah. I mean, you got any, any stock video site, you know, Shutterstock is great. There's one that I've been using. There's actually here. So you don't get a huge amount of diversity of like footage, but it's called 
cover c-o-v-e-r-r.co it's actually free stock videos that you can use and you can search in a whole you know range of stuff and they don't because it's free they don't have a ton of variety but it's definitely that or you know shutterstock.com is great adobe stock is fantastic i mean any of these higher quality oh oh that's the other thing artlist has now rolled out a new side of it called art grid which you'll see on if you go to artlist and that is okay. the stock video side of artlist um so again a subscription it's a little bit more but i think it's like a couple hundred um a year it's like five or six but super high quality constantly building it's if you really want quality and know that you're going to get like well shot stuff art grid is fantastic okay two more here that i think are super important is more diverse stock photos so I was sitting in a presentation a couple of years ago and they said that a big issue with how we advertise is we don't have uh, diverse skin colors using technology. Yeah. So two sites for that, which are fantastic, are nappy.co, N-A-P-P-Y.co. And those, I believe, are free. The other one is tonal, T-O-N-L.co. Yeah, I have heard of that one. Yeah. And those will give you more than just white people in your stock photos, <laughs> Good, that's uh, so which is important. great. Yeah. I feel like that's so hard. And sometimes you're just, you know, not thinking about that because you're just right. so desperate does, for exactly. good role that exactly. like, it really has to be intentional to be yeah. including everybody in that type. Last, uh, oh man, I'm so happy. I thought I remember this. So for mock-ups for products... This means if you go to the the landing page for my new book, it is a mock-up with my image, my cover photo of the book. It's being held on an iPad, so it makes it look professional and really good. So smartmockups.com will give you a whole range of stuff that you can put logos, images, whatever on that is like being used in real life, basically. Oh, I love Um, it. You know, everybody, uh, you know, the Amy Porterfield, Russell Brunson universe, you have to like create your e-cover for your thing so like for me in in ebook i can just have oh you can read it on on an ipad super easy i'm not going to make physical things yet maybe in the future but like for now here's what it looks like on an ipad so it it gives it that kind of extra like it's not just a photo it's not just like a a, you know image off dimensional exactly we use that a lot when we're doing the promotional stage for clients, it's, like yeah. when you have their course done. Everything. I've done it for eBooks and lead magnets and all of that. And like a couple, it doesn't years give ago, you a three D, but it will put your image onto like a screen or something okay. in a three D space. So okay. you still have to go to probably to Fiverr to get your actual three D thing, but this will at least get you started. It's cheaper than doing yeah. that over Fiverr over and over. It's a subscription again, and I use it a lot. There are some templates in Canva you can use. And I've used a couple of free, like 3D book generators, but I mean, they, when they're small and not like a huge, exactly. a huge image on your website, like you don't need this $150 graphic designer to do correct, that. Correct. And VAs can do this if you just figure out the tools. So I love that right. you're sharing that. You're speaking. Oh, I'm, I'm just giving, I like, I'm, I want to give as much value as possible. And yeah. then this is cool. Cause like, sometimes it'll be, you know, a person holding a stack of papers. And so your title's there, but it's like slightly cut off. So it looks yes. real. Yes. Yeah. Which is great. You don't have to go in and do like layers in Adobe no. yourself. <laughs> it does it. It does it automatically. Yeah. yeah. God. No, no, no photo, minimal Photoshop work. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been such a pleasure. I encourage everyone to connect with Noah. Yeah. Like he's on Instagram. We'll share some more links here that he's talked about. Also, I've linked to his 10 step snowy mitman method. <laughs> and that will really help you with your clients because that's what you're helping them do yeah. is generate leads and like automate. Building, it's building the possible. system that will then when you bring the traffic, they go through your system and come yeah. out the other side as emails and leads and community. Yeah. So good. So good. Well, thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure. Oh yeah. It's been a blast. Thank All you right. so much. You're, yeah. you're a great interviewer. <laughs> All right. Well, good. And I love the techie stuff. Like it's so fun. Oh, oh yeah. You know what? I am going to ask you one more thing. Do you have any phone apps for video editing that you've heard that are good in your world? I know you talked about Adobe Rush as a good mobile, but yeah. you probably never had to play with like the app. I've tried so many bad apps. So I, I've always like- I would say we just stick with Adobe Rush. Because <laughs> 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 again, the gamble on it being crappy or not is so high. For as much as you're going to be editing, pay the 10 bucks or pay the 20, whatever the month to get a little bit, you know, it's going to be quality. You know, it's not going to be glitchy and you know, it'll work for you. That is like 
just masterful advice right there. <laughs> Save yourself some time, pay a little bit of money. <laughs> you can try, you can try doing it the other way, but the head dents in your wall might get more over time. But even the precision on reels, it can be so hard to get your, oh, te- yeah. your text to show up and oh, it just gets so fresh. I don't, I don't reels. ever edit anything within social media apps. I have a finished video file that I then put up. I don't even color correct on I, maybe. No, I don't, I don't do any correction on it. I just, I have my thing that I'm happy with that I know is good and I just upload it. Yeah. That's awesome. Cause you've got the skills to do it. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. It has been so fun. And we'll talk to you later, Noah. (laughs) Definitely. Thank you. Thanks for joining me today on this podcast. If you loved it, if you love learning these digital marketing tips and learning from other freelancers, would you please hit subscribe and leave me a review? Your reviews help out so, so much. Now, if you've been paying any attention, my Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School just wrapped up. Doors are closed. But if you're feeling the FOMO, you can always hop onto the wait list for when we reopen in the fall. Now, over the next couple weeks, we'll be bringing in some guest experts to share their knowledge when it comes to money mindset, executive assisting, branding tips, nurture marketing. We even have a strengths coach coming up. So I'm going to be taking a little tiny break, loving up on my new unicorns over in the school. And you can enjoy some really, really good knowledge bombs from these other freelancers. All right, I'll see you next week. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. If I can find my bio. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. I was going to change the subject. Go ahead. I'm like terrible at changing the subject, but yeah. Tell me what what you think about that. It's sorry. It's swearing. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we'll just put the little explicit sign on it. Yeah, exactly.